Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. Ah, just drinking some of my favorite Starbucks cold and crafted cold brew coffee. Mmm, delicious. Starbucks, that's a... Uh, it must have been just a one-off misspelling, probably. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, oh gosh, it's making my tongue... Um, Numb a little bit. Weird. All right, jokes aside, guys, I did a uh, episode a while back about fake coffee, and I'd love if you guys listened to it. It was pretty cool. It was fun to learn about all the differences in coffee and stuff like that. But anyways, this episode is not about that. That was just a little plug. This is actually something that's a, it's happened pretty recently, so I thought I'd do a, do a couple episodes about it. It's going to be a multi-part series about fake guns, Okay. Um, so the first one is going to be about prop guns, which in light of, uh, or I guess in wake of Alec Baldwin's recent uh, mishap, uh, which, you know, it was awful, it was a tragic, tragic incident on the uh, episode, or the scene of, scene shot of Rust uh, in New Mexico, where um, a prop gun was discharged and actually ended up in, uh, resulting in somebody's death. So... Not the first time it's happened, but um, I wanted to make this episode so people can probably have a better understanding of what is a prop gun. You know, for many people, the term prop gun is often interpreted as a fake, non-functional version of a gun for like a film, television, theater. However, that is not always the case. Uh, While it's true that uh, toy guns and replicas can be prop guns, the term also applies to real guns that are commonly used as props. Okay, you may be wondering, of course, why on earth a real gun would be used as part of a performance and... um, I guess just to put it simply, the answer boils down to making things as realistic as possible. That is part of everybody's uh, job on set is to make things real, you know. Unlike replicas, real guns have a different appearance and weight, which always results in holding them differently than a fake gun. So some people, you've seen this in maybe movies, maybe maybe you're not looking for it, but you see somebody with a coffee cup and and the way they kind of slosh it around makes it really obvious that they don't have coffee in there. Or if they're handling maybe something that might be a little heavier, uh, if it were full, and you're like, wow, that is such an unnatural movement, and it just kind of puts you into a state of uh, disbelief, which, you know, I look for a lot when, you know, coming to that. So anyway, some directors prefer uh, the natural approach, uh, which clearly results in a more authentic uh, experience for both the actor and audiences watching what's going on. I think it's more, uh, I think it's easier to do it like on screen when you're talking about movies and shows, but I feel like you, you, it's really hard to fake kind of like miming almost, uh, on theater stages and things like that. So I think they, they typically go with more of the real thing on there because people are really intently watching from multiple angles. Okay. So usually there's like an entire team of experts and prop masters on set tasked with the preparation, storing, and handling of prop guns. 
But that doesn't mean there are no risks involved, of course, like anything. You know, it's human condition. And clearly this doesn't happen too much because we watch so many, uh, you know, action movies, uh, things like that. And we don't hear about this very often, which is a good thing. You know, it's unfortunate that it does happen sometimes. But generally, if you hear something in the news, it doesn't happen very often, which is you know, again, that double-sided thing where it's a good thing, but it's a bad thing since it happened. So at the end of the day, um, these weapons that are on uh, sets can actually still be used as weapons, okay? Typically, real guns used as prop guns will be loaded with blanks for use in the performance, okay? While this doesn't necessarily sound dangerous, firing blanks can certainly cause injury and just like we, you know, just tragically learned, even death, Okay when shot at close range, okay? But how, okay? Well, while blanks are not bullets, they still expel material when shot. So keep in mind that the term blank is itself shorthand for the blank cartridge fed into the barrel of the gun. The cartridge itself has a casing or shell that is typically filled with some kind of propellant material like gunpowder or some facsimile thereof. So in a real gun, a bullet is placed at the tip of the cartridge Rather than using uh, the medical or the metal projectile, however, prop guns can be filled with materials like cotton, pa- uh, paper, or like wax weighting, which I'm not 100% sure what that is, but it's W-A-D-D-I-N-G um, if somebody wants to get at me and tell me what the heck that is. So when someone pulls the trigger, the gunpowder inside of a blank cartridge is still ignited with these materials causing a blast of gas, which would typically propel a bullet. In this case, actors can get that signature bang and recoil from the materials still being expelled from the gun. So, however, this means that anyone on the receiving end of the prop gun, even if it's filled with blanks, is at risk of being seriously injured. So, with all that new knowledge, I think we can probably understand how Things like this can go awry if the proper channels are not uh, met. You know, if if you're not careful, if the scene's calling for a very close-up shot, whether it's, um, which I think in this case was just off screen, and that's why the director of cinematography, I believe, is the one who got it. Um, you know, it was just kind of like a, a close-up of the gun, and the gun was shot shooting off camera, which is a really close-up uh, really close up camera uh, angle and that's I think what resulted in what the tragedy that that happened so we've learned how prop guns are um, kind of the sim- like similar to real guns okay so let's go through um, some of the fake guns I guess out there um, and there's a, there's a few different ones uh, three that we're going to talk about so there's the blank firing guns okay so blank firing guns are in a sense real guns we just talked about this they are regulated the same way as a real gun and come with the same laws so that's where we start talking about um, how you have to handle a gun you should handle these blank firing guns just like you would a real gun okay so that's where we run into the issue is this stuff needs to be treated as real guns on sets, on, you know, theater performances, all that kind of stuff. So they do not fire a real round. They just fire the blanks. Um, they look and feel the same as real guns. Um, this is a good thing and bad thing because many people could mistake these blank guns for real guns, uh, 
the accuracy of these props are on point which cause the confusion so that is a blank firing gun which is what we're talking about when it comes to these performances okay so next up is replica guns okay replica guns are a look-alike gun that are not actually guns at all you've seen these before okay they don't shoot or mimic shooting at all some might have like moving parts um Maybe that's the, the trigger, but it's a loose trigger. Maybe it's the uh, the back cocking that might move, but it doesn't actually have any apparatus that would actually result in any sort of um, you know shooting or anything like that. Um, just to resemble the gun, uh, just for pe- like collectors and stuff like that. So replica guns can be made with various materials, including plastic, metal, resin, rubber. Um, this will equate to a lightweight handling for many uh, prop guns seen in movies. So they don't really use a lot of replica guns. There's been instances where they've had to um, kind to kind of uh, use fake guns because I think in some regulatory areas, or I guess replica guns, you're not allowed to use blank firing guns because of the hazard behind it and uh, because of the state law or uh, you know whatever it is, whether you're in another country where it's actually illegal. Like if you're shooting overseas, let's say in an island, and I believe when we were in the Bahamas, they talked about how guns are so illegal there that like you get fined per bullet uh, that's found in your gun. So if you have a magazine for a AK, okay, and you've got 50 you got 50 bullets in that, you know, whatever. Each bullet in that gun represents a year or a fine added on to your sentence or um, your, I guess, your fine. Yeah, so pretty crazy stuff. So next up, we're going to talk about non-guns, okay? These are very similar to replica guns. The thing that makes these prop guns different are that they are manufactured with artificial shooting mechanisms to look and function like the real thing. So some have blowback uh, mechanics charged with CO2 to simulate firing the gun to make the scene seem real. Some of these special prop guns even simulate muzzle flash and have adequate sound coming from the prop. So this is a non-gun. It's not shooting anything, but there's pieces of it that actually emulate what a gun does when it's shot which seems like the definitely the best way to go i'm sure it's not as accurate as a blank firing gun but it seems the safest at least i don't know i mean i actually i don't know what they look like when they're shot but a muzzle flash that's pretty convincing as well as a co2 blowback which i think's pretty cool all right so here's just some add-ons to this i think um I think it's kind of it's kind of cool information to know. So, are prop guns less expensive than real guns? Good question. Uh, the cost of a prop gun depends on what kind of prop gun you get. So, um, and what go to, goes into making it. So, many prop guns are made custom since real gun manufacturers don't really make fake guns because it's kind of a waste of money for them. So, on average, most prop guns are priced much lower than their real counterparts. But again, this is all based on what you need. So. It is possible to buy prop guns, okay? Prop guns are not real guns, except blank guns as we talked about. Replica guns can be purchased pretty easily online. So Amazon has a number of Airsoft and other replica guns for purchase. Same with paintball guns. You know, I have a few, like an M4A1 Carbon that looks like a paint, or that is a paintball gun that looks like that, um, which actually looks really, really convincing. It's kind of crazy. I have it sitting in my garage, and I think people walk by, and they're like, oh my God, I don't want to mess with this guy. So, 
Since they are not real firearms, you do not need a background check or things like that. So granted, some states do have limitations on how you can use uh, and or get the replica shipped to you, but generally you're not going to have any issues. So let's just look at a comparison table on prop gun versus the real counterpart. All right, so a real AK-47, this kind of surprised me. For some reason, I totally thought this was more, or would be more. Uh, so Century Arms, uh, $599, so 600 bucks. Um, I'm not going to go through any of the specs on that, not really the point, but a custom AK-47 replica is a $216 kind of cool price there. That um, also seems cheap, but Airsoft AK-47 is 100 in $19. And that one actually shoots, uh, obviously shoots just airsoft, but still shoots. And I feel like I would probably want that one versus the replica, but that just kind of gives you a sense of, you know, what, what these things cost and, um, just a sense of what dangers there are associated with prop guns and fake guns and all these different types of guns. But, um, guys, next up in the part two episode, of this, we're gonna be going over just fake guns um, from like a Chinese market, from you know a, a crazy website or you know Facebook Marketplace. So when you do uh, want to buy a gun, you're obviously gonna to want to go through the correct channels. But to get a good deal, some people deviate from that, and I want people to be informed when they are buying guns because when you're dealing with guns, you are dealing with dangerous, dangerous items. Okay. So you want to know all about the things you don't want to make sure or you want to make sure that everything is, you know, loaded for charge. So when you're shooting, it's not exploding back in your face and all this kind of stuff. So we'll go over the history of guns. We'll go over um, history of fake guns. We'll go over how you can tell the difference between the, you know, the two. And I think we might jump into a part three of this where we look at fake guns. Uh, gun parts because that's also important you know when you when you're buying a gun there's also you're going to want to have the natural inclination to actually purchase uh, things for them whether it's a sight a muzzle um, a backstock all this kind of stuff mind you I'm not super well informed on guns but I do enjoy doing the research on them so guys remember with faked items there are those who produce them those who purchase them and those that listen to this podcast I will see you guys in the next episode bye